0: The Audiobook, before Genesis chapter one, verse one, authored by David Abankwa through the inspiration of God. Chapter six main topic, where was God living before Genesis one, one Bible verse Psalms, chapter 90, verse number two, and I quote, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Many believers wonder where God was dwelling before he created the universe. Sometimes, when you think about it, it challenges your intellect. Even though we should not think about things that are above us. The thought of where God dwelt before he created the universe might have bothered the mind of a matured Christian before. No one can tell me that before he moved into his or her own house, he or she didn't have any place to stay. Many people who own their houses today once hired someone's house, or they once lived in their parents' home before they moved into theirs. Sometimes the time it took for them to get their homes ready can be months or years, depending on their financial muscle. Those of us who think God was probably doing nothing before he created the universe should know that the divine creator is not a lazy God, but someone who is always working even behind the scenes. Bible verse, John chapter 5, verse number 17. And I quote, But Jesus answered them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. If God ever wanted a place to stay, he didn't need anyone to help him out. No mortal was ever there to help God build his house he had to live in, and that is why ministers have to be careful with the thought that the cathedrals they are building are a place God abides. Bible verse, Acts chapter 17, verse number 24. And I quote, God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. The reason we can't see God moving physically in his state of Godhead is that he is dwelling in his secret place, and that is also why he is hid from us before we can know the secret things of God unless He unravels them from His secret dwelling place. Before God created the heavens and the earth, He was already dwelling in His secret place. Subheading, 8 Features of the Dwelling Place of God Number 1. The dwelling place of God before Genesis 1-1 was in His secret place. Bible verse, Psalms chapter 91, verse number 1. And I quote, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There is a secret place of dwelling where God resides. Even though the heaven became his dwelling place after he created the universe, the Godhead dwelt in their secret places in eternity. Eternity, because God is not limited by time when he is dwelling in his secret place. Number 2. The secret dwelling place of the Godhead has a shadow a saint can also dwell. Bible verse, Psalms chapter 91, verse number 1. And I quote, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The secret place of the Godhead has a shelter called Shadow of the Almighty, where saints can also dwell. If saints serve God with the chief aim of having an eternal life without the aim of loving God, we can't make it in our Christian lives. We don't serve God with the primary aim of New Jerusalem or enjoying the benefits of His promises. If we truly love God, then we will desire to dwell in His dwelling place He has created for us, which is His shadow. Number 3. The secret place of the Godhead has an unapproachable light no one can dwell without their permission. Bible verse, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse number 16. And I quote, Who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. The secret place where God dwelt before Genesis 1-1 has an unapproachable light no four living creatures, 24 elders, angels or man can approach even the distance between where God's secret place is, no being can approach it unless the Godhead. Why couldn't no one approach the one who sat on the throne to break the seals of the book the Father was holding? This is because no one was worthy to go into the unapproachable light of the secret place of God. Bible verse, Revelation chapter five, verse number three. And I quote, So I wept much, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll, or to look at it. But God the Son, as the second person of the Godhead, went into the unapproachable light and could have the book so he would break the seals. Bible verse, Revelation chapter 5, verse number 6 and 7. And I quote, And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him whosat on the throne. Number 4. The duration of the Godhead's secret place they dwell in, is not limited by time. Bible verse, Psalms chapter 90, verse number 2. And I quote, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. The secret place of the Godhead has no expiry date that he has to dwell in and retire later on. He dwelt in it before eternity, now he is dwelling in it in heaven, and he will dwell in it eternally in New Jerusalem. As men are confined by a time they have to live on this earth, the Godhead is not confined by time in their secret places. From eternity to eternity, they will always live in their secret places. Number 5. Before Genesis 1:1, the dwelling place of God the Father on earth was predetermined. Bible verse, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse number 6. And I quote, For I have not dwelt in a house since the time that I brought the children of Israel up from Egypt, even to this day, but have moved about in a tent and in a tabernacle. Before Genesis 1-1, God the Father of the Godhead predetermined His dwelling place on the earth with His people and buildings made with human hands. From tent, tabernacle, and finally the temple, God the Father dwelt among men in physical dwelling places. Number 6. Before Genesis 1-1, the dwelling place of God the Son on earth was predetermined. Bible verse, Philippians chapter 2, verse number 7. And I quote, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Before Genesis 1 1, God, the son of the Godhead predetermined that his dwelling place would be one body, which is the form of a bondservant. He didn't take any form of a master, a rich man or a prominent person. This teaches us that one character of the Godhead is humility. No wonder he told us in Matthew 11 29, to take his yoke upon ourselves and learn from him because he is gentle and lowly in heart. Bible verse, Matthew chapter 11, verse number 29. And I quote, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. When God the Son wanted a place to stay in men, he didn't get a place to lay his head. He had to stay in just the body he was born with because he was preparing a permanent place for the final dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. Bible verse, Matthew chapter 8, verse number 20. And I quote, And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man is nowhere to lay his head. Number seven. Before Genesis 1:1, the dwelling place of God the Holy Spirit on earth was predetermined. Bible verse, Revelation chapter 21, verse number three. And I quote, And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. The dwelling place of the Holy Spirit is one of the persons of the Godhead is in the body of saints. The Holy Spirit didn't come to dwell in the bodies of sinners because they have not been sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. God the Son dwelt in one body, but the Holy Spirit is dwelling in many bodies at the same time. Anyone who is living in righteousness, holiness, and sanctification is because his body has now turned into the temple of the Holy Spirit. Bible verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 16. And I quote, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Number eight. The dwelling place of the Godhead is in themselves. Bible verse, John chapter 14, verse number 11. And I quote, Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. We should know once and for all that God the Father is in God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. God the Son is also in God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. And God the Holy Spirit is also in God the Father and God the Son. This illustrates that God is one. Spirits can spread themselves and work at the same time. The spirit of death who is working at this place by separating the soul from his body, the same way he can spread into many spirits of death and separate other people's souls from their bodies in other places. God is one but he is manifested in three persons to fulfill one purpose. All the three people of the Godhead don't have different agendas. Bible verse, 1 Timothy 3, verse number 16. And I quote, and without controversy great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory.